want robots to do what we say, right? Yep. We don't want them to just be like, nah. Yeah. Like, I'm not yeah. going to do that. But at the same time, if we ask them to do something that will, like, harm someone else in some physical or emotional way, mm-hmm. we don't want them to do that either, right? Yes. So if we're like, go pick up this knife and walk toward that person with your arm extended, we want it to say, no, yep. I'm not going to do that. That goes against my moral programming. <laughs> Does not compute with moral junction. <laughs> good, good. <laughs> Only good, not bad. Yes. Cannot do bad. <laughs> yes. Welcome to the briefs. Hi, Jack. Hi, Peter. How you doing? I'm great. How are you doing? Doing pretty well myself. Excellent. So the article that I read was talking about robots, okay. and there's a, uh, a group that has been working on natural language processing and sort of uh, how to know and predict when a bad outcome will come and then saying no as a robot. So like trying to program that into the robot to say no. Interesting. So it's almost like morality for machines. Basically, yeah. Okay. And so what it what it talked about was programming into it, like they don't want you to do, they don't want robots to do illegal things okay. or legal things that are undesirable. Yes. So like it might be legal to like throw a ball out the window into the street but like you don't want to lose the ball right yeah and it might be legal to do that but it also might hit a car or a person right or a dog and how so like unintended consequences okay interesting uh so what are your thoughts on like robots and Mm. when they should say no like do you think that if i like if i want to throw the ball into the street uh, and I, so I tell the robot to, just because I want to, I want to be diabolical. Like, <laughs> like it's not illegal and it's not mm-hmm. necessarily going to do mm-hmm. any harm. Uh, what are, what are your thoughts? Should the robot say no? I think it should in most situations. <laughs> so I think robots right now are pretty stupid and they're going to continue to be pretty dumb for Fair. a good while. Like even if they have morality kind of baked in, they're, they're still not going to like human beings have morality and we can kind of assess, okay. Maybe I, I throw the ball out the window and, you know, you can see, you can look left, you can look right, you can look up, you can look down, you can see no one's coming. So you can right. assume that the only consequence of throwing the ball out the window is that you might lose the ball. But then again, you right. can track where it's going and ideally go find it. Um, <laughs> but for robots, like doing the like quick thinking of like looking left, looking right, looking up, looking down, looking around and saying, <laughs> oh, is mom and dad here? Oh no. Okay. I can throw the ball out the window. Um... I think it's gonna be a long time before they can do that. So like that sort of like risk analysis where they're they're determining will someone get hurt like what is the social consequence? Exactly. I think it's gonna be a while. So like I think if they could do that, I'd say throw the ball out the window, go to town. Do you think that humans should be the only things allowed to take risky behavior? Like mm. if we want to play it safe with robots or like just forever, you know what, robot? Always say no if there's any possible mm-hmm. consequence, which mm-hmm. could get frustrating if you wanted to do something that like, yeah. is you know is not going to really do any harm. Yeah, yeah. It's like, but it's possible that blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Like, how far into the future should robots uh, calculate to see Ooh. that something would happen? Like, Ooh. if I throw that ball into the street, it'll bounce off a car, and then it'll roll down the street. We won't go get it. It'll fall into a drain. It'll go into the drain. It'll go into the storm system. It'll wash out into the ocean, and it will hit a fish in the nose, and that nose will feel pain. That's a good question, and I think that that's like a very real possibility because in one of my favorite movies, I Robot, uh, one of the best scenes in that movie uh-huh. has Will Smith and his wife or girlfriend. Uh, they they go, they're in their car, and they somehow crash into the ocean, and one of the I Robots comes to save them, and the robots like, I have done a thirty percent 
or I have calculated that you have a 40% chance of surviving while she only has 15% chance. <laughs> so she, oh, right. so the robot saves him instead of, because it's like, well, she's you're, probably going to die anyway. Yeah. I'll most likely be able to save a human life if I try to save Exactly. You. So it's like, well, uh, let's try to, and he's like, no, no, save her. Try. I want to die because I love her. I'm Will Smith. <laughs> yeah. Oh. I'm a generous individual. Yeah, exactly, exactly. So it's like, it's like, I, I think that sort of outward thinking can be very dangerous because yeah. while the woman might have a better chance of surviving, right? Maybe, maybe the robot should have followed Will Smith's instructions. Maybe that would have saved a whole lot of uh, hatred on his part because he really hates robots. Yeah, after that point, he just wants to end them. He does. He wants to, to kill robots. Maybe that robot should have predicted the hate. Probably. Do you think that robots will ever get good enough to predict emotional repercussions? Oh, like, I think so. But, like, not just explicit emotional repercussions. Mm-hmm. Like, so, like, uh, like that's a pretty subtle reaction. Like, you'd need to know Will's internal composition yeah. to sort of get the idea that he would kind of get super aggravated by that and want to, like, hate all robots mm-hmm. post-wife mm-hmm. death. Yeah. Because <laughs> it's, it's reasonable. Like, it's, because uh, maybe the robot thinks, oh... I'm not actually, I am not actually killing the wife, so mm. why would Will Smith hate me? <laughs> yeah, that's true. They don't understand that, that the like the anger that's going to come from Will right. Smith. Even because, indirectly. Yeah. Yeah. I, oh, that's, that's, that's interesting. I think they will. I think they'll get to the point, you know, I, I think computer scientists are really smart, and they'll make something that's a computer robot that's really, really smart, and I think it'll get there. It'll take... A long time. A long... We'll have to survive that long yeah. to begin with. Yeah, I don't think I'll see it in in my lifetime. I don't know how long my lifetime <laughs> is going to be, but... Do you think we'll ever have robots that can make jokes? Will robots replace us? Yeah, maybe. No, I don't think so. <laughs> I, we need to stop them. <laughs> I, I mean, maybe, maybe. Like, you, you think, like... I've been I'm watching some videos about Watson and like <laughs> and how like to to win at Jeopardy it had to understand all sorts of puns and huh. like very subtle uh, clues and I think that is kind of a, a good base for like a computer being able to make jokes right. but I still think jokes are so contextual whereas like right. we're having a conversation right now and one of us will say something and then the other will fire back something <laughs> relevant and I think yeah. being able to do that as quickly as we do and as quickly as other people do is is uh, it's a long time away. Yeah, yeah they need is. like twenty years of social experience. Yeah, <laughs> that's awesome. <laughs> They'll never get that much social experience. <laughs> Not in a hundred years. Yeah, <laughs> no one wants to talk to robots. I certainly don't. Except people that aren't funny. That's true. <laughs> um, you saw Interstellar, right? I did. So you remember how those robots, which were like the Rubik's cube robots, yes. that would just like spin around. Yeah, uh, they had humor levels and of course this is a fictional film yeah um very good fictional film it was a very good fictional film <laughs> yeah except the end but whatever yeah yeah whatever <laughs> doesn't matter the logic made it until until <laughs> it didn't love <laughs> love transcends yeah. um and so uh the uh, humor levels in the robot could just be adjusted like 60 percent, but it was more like a sarcasm level than yeah. anything else so do you think that when programming sarcasm levels will just be like they just won't mean what they say so like i don't know at all so like if you got like a hundred percent sarcasm you just have a, a jerk of a... <laughs> yeah just a really <laughs> shitty robot friend <laughs> just a really crappy robot friend 
I, I think it could get there. I think it could, uh, that could happen. I don't know. I don't know. It's, I think the possibilities are endless. Endless possibilities. <laughs> <laughs> um, because, you know, I feel like the possibilities for human beings are endless. And then you yeah. have human beings building these robots. So, by extension, the possibilities for human beings are endless. But at the same time, we have human beings genetically engineering and modifying, like, animals. Right. And I feel like the <laughs> possibilities for those animals are are limited. Very true. <laughs> it's going to take a few million years yeah. of genetic engineering to get <laughs> a squirrel to the point where it walks and talks and sounds yeah. like a human but <laughs> looks like a squirrel. Right. One thing I was thinking about uh, with the robot stuff mm-hmm. is because we would have to program into them their morality. So it would be yes. based on whoever's programming what morality is programmed into them. And did you see – so and one argument – uh, instead of about, about morality programming, mm-hmm. instead of having one person program it, is like throw it out to the masses and have like crowdfund or source, or like crowdsource the morality for yeah. it. But <laughs> did you see what happened with Microsoft's Twitter bot? I didn't. What happened to so, it? <laughs> so Microsoft made a Twitter mm-hmm. bot, like an AI robot that essentially was put on Twitter and absorbed a bunch of data from Twitter. Okay. Um, and was like talking with people and very quickly <laughs> got nasty very racist yep. and very like very vulgar very nazi-ish very anti-feminist but it like fluctuated between yeah like it said i love feminism i am for equality between the genders and then it went over and was like <laughs> i hate all women they need to stay in the kitchen like it oh, was shit. just like very aggressive jumping mm-hmm. between those which was Quite funny. So they pulled it down within like a day. <laughs> yeah, that makes sense. That makes sense. Yeah. Like I feel like there's there's so much uh, crappy stuff being said on Twitter that a com- uh, a computer program is going to sort through some of it, look through some of it, and kind of be like, well, I guess this is how people talk. Right, right, <laughs> and... right. I suppose. Well, then who would get to be the moral? Uh, individual or group of people that gets to say what robots do. Barack Obama. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah. even that has like there's contested stuff like that with drones. No, and stuff. oh no, I'm not. Uh, that was that was no, a joke. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, no. The I, Dalai Lama. Honestly, yeah. I'll totally have the Dalai Lama be. The I think moral, that could work. I think yeah. that could work. The Absolutely. Dalai Lama. Um, Maybe else? throw in uh, uh, Desmond Tutu. Yeah. Uh, yeah, maybe you just have, like, the good people kind of, like, write down some rules, and then you have the Right, computer. or just, like, talk with the computer for yeah, a long, yeah, long yeah. time. Thousands of hours. <laughs> Bless like, you. That's all they do for yeah. the rest of their life. Yeah. Or, like, if we could finally get to downloading the essence of someone, if we could just make all robots the Dalai Lama, that would be great. Ooh, I think downloading the essence of someone would be very cool, very uh, Gangadine-esque. Right. That would, <laughs> that would be... Double bracket. Yeah, let me huh. learn about your essence. I am a double bracket robot. Yeah, I have the essence of the Dalai Lama. Uh, to clarify, Gangadine is a professor here at Haverford College. That's right. Uh, he's a philosophy professor who has been here for a very long time and has effectively developed his own philosophical uh, school, more or less. Yes. Uh, though it's, I guess it's really only him, but... It's a department of one. Yeah. <laughs> the, not not the philosophy department, but the Gangadine department. Global studies. Yes. Um, and so he his whole theory is double brackets, which is tapping into the zone and things like that, which yep. is like the universal consciousness, so to speak. Doesn't make a lot of sense, but uh, it sort of does. We listen to it. Yeah. We're, yeah. We've both been taking his classes, and you you listen to it every day. It starts to make sense. It does. Or like every You, you get indoctrinated. <laughs> yeah. Every couple weeks. Yeah. <laughs> you get indoctrinated. You do. You do. Uh so yeah, I think robots, morality, let's download the Dalai Lama. 
I like it. I'm down. I'm down. I'm, I'm sure. always down for a little... Maybe uh, a blend of the Dalai Lama and Desmond Tutu. Yeah, I think that would be really... Uh, Just like multiple personalities. Yeah. Robots. <laughs> 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 Just like the robots switch between the Dalai Lama and Desmond Tutu. <laughs> <laughs> Giving so many <laughs> speeches to colleges. <laughs> That's great. Yeah. So, Jack, I have a question. Yep. Do you have any trailers you've seen recently you'd like to talk about? I do, I do. And uh, we're about to get... We're about to get a little bit, uh, a little bit crazy, folks. I'm excited. And the reason is, I watched the trailer for Fifty Shades of Grey. Oh my god! A few too many times, <laughs> which I didn't think was possible, <laughs> and it was great. Nice. I had a lot of fun. Dakota Johnson, Jamie Dornan. Jamie Dornan. That's who plays Christian Grey in uh, the movie. So, yep. I've yep. never heard of the man. Yeah, he's very good looking. He's oh, very, he's a hunk, 100% hunk, which is great. That. Yeah, no, he's, yeah, no. Not from Dornan. <laughs> <laughs> no. Um, this is a great trailer. This is, I heard the movie, I, I've heard mixed things about the movie. It depends if you're talking to men or women. Um, right. I think women tend to love the movie. Uh, men tend <laughs> to love the movie because women love the movie. <laughs> um, but I really want to see the movie. I haven't seen it. The trailer sold me. Um, in the trailer, it starts off with... Dakota Johnson, who plays okay. this very plain Jane sort of... Plain Jane. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if her name is Jane in the in the movie, but uh, this plain Jane sort of character who's going... She works for a newspaper, and she's okay. going to interview Christian Grey, who's this, like, very intense business mogul. Is she about to write a fluff piece? <laughs> I think so. I think so. And, like, so it starts off with, like, her walking in, and you have, like, two beautiful secretaries who walk her to, to Christian Grey's office. Oh, my. And... And then, like, a, a friend of Dakota Johnson's, who we never see, but, like, is off screen, is like, what was he like? And she's like, <laughs> he was very intense. <laughs> he was... And then there's a breath. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so many breaths. Um, and she, he's like, she's like, yeah, so tell me, how did you... She's like, tell me about yourself. And he's like, well, I... Tell me about yourself. I have a particular set of skills. <laughs> Basically. I'm going to find you, and I will kill you. Yeah, something like that. <laughs> Turns out it's just Liam Neeson. Yeah. They, they open the back door. <laughs> Liam Neeson! <laughs> Jamie Dornan takes off uh, the um, face yeah, yeah. from like, Mission Impossible. <laughs> and he's just Liam Neeson. He's like, hello. <laughs> Um, I'm Qui Gon Jinn. Let's roll it. <laughs> Crazy. <laughs> Crazy. <laughs> um, so, so he's like, yeah, I want to know about you, and she's like, well, there's nothing to to really know. Like, look at me. I'm so plain, and he's like, I am looking at you like he just says i am and he's like but it's like he's looking at her and and then like to finish that grammatically yeah, yeah, yeah. it's an implied it's an implied yeah, verb yeah, yeah exactly exactly so an implied gerund yeah yeah and and so like from there it goes from him looking at her to like them talking more and he's like and she's like so how did you become so successful in business and they're like having coffee and he's like I exercise control in every aspect of my life <laughs> and she's just like that must be really boring and he's like Maybe. <laughs> Except he doesn't say maybe. He says something else. But she's like, that must be really boring. And then they, there's them spending time together. And, and there's her, like, they're, like, they're, like, making out. Like, they, they're in an elevator. And then, like, he pulls her. And he, like, does, like, he clasps his hands with her hands over her head. Uh-huh. And, like, her back against the elevator. And they're just making out, going nice. at it. And then they're at dinner <laughs> with, like, what looks to be his parents uh-huh. or family. And 
he's just stroking her leg, like her inner thigh, <laughs> at the dinner table with his family, which is, or maybe it's her, I don't think it's her family, I think it's his family. <laughs> it's just a random family. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. No one's, no one's actually. Yeah, he, he hired them to, to come have dinner with her, so it looks like he has a family. Hi, fam. <laughs> yeah. And he's like, he's like, I had a rough start in life, so now <laughs> I'm very dark. And you see him just running through the rain with like a, a sweatshirt on, and the hood, the hood is just completely over his head, all scrunched up. You can't see really any of his face. And then you see like her about to make out with another dude outside of a bar, and he goes and he pushes the guy away. It's still in the sweatshirt? Ah, uh, no, no. I think oh, okay. that, at that point he's in a, a suit. Uh. <laughs> Um, and then he runs over in his sweatshirt, gets changed in the bathroom. <laughs> didn't have time to actually make it to her before she started making out with the guy. So he comes out in the suit and then finally has the chance to push her yeah. out of the way. A very <laughs> violent push, by the way. Oh, I, I feel like there's a good shot of fight ensues after that scene, which they don't show in the trailer, but something to look forward to if you watch the movie, folks. Oh, absolutely. And then at, eventually they get to the BDSM part where, <laughs> where he's like, my tastes are very... Singular, particular, yeah, and and sh- and he's like, I don't think you would like them, and she's like, Show me. So then you see a key that opens this room, and behind the door is Liam Neeson. <laughs> <Woo>! <laughs> Listen, <laughs> plain Jane, I love Liam Neeson. I'm gonna do stuff with him. Feel free to watch. Yeah. You you can leave if you want <laughs> yeah. to. I honestly just like showing people this. <laughs> this has all been a ruse <laughs> to show you the Liam Neeson show. <laughs> Don't tell the police that I keep Liam Neeson in the back. <laughs> it's, it's really tough to keep him locked up back here. He has yes, so many skills. Such particular skills. <laughs> Singular skills. Mm, yes. Um, and then he opens the door and you see like a sex dungeon. And oh uh, with all sorts of whips and whips. blindfolds and leather. chains. Leather. Lots of leather. And then you see her like with blindfolds and she's just like, oh. And then you see more. You basically see like 20 seconds of that. And then the whole time, the whole time, right from maybe 30 seconds to a minute in the trailer, you just hear uh, Beyonce's Crazy in Love song, but very slowly and sensually. So usually it's a very fast-paced song, but for most of the trailer, it's just like, da-da-da-da, crazy in love. And it's just that. It's that song at that pace, which is really fitting of the trailer, because it's all about love. Tender. In a way. <laughs> yes. But like, love, yes. Tender, but forceful. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, so that's, that's, uh, it's, it's an interesting trailer. I don't know. I don't know. It's, it's intense. It's intense. Like, I want to see the movie, but I don't want to see the movie yeah. because, because of reasons. Right. Um, no, I feel that. Uh, but it, it definitely, it definitely makes a good case for why you should go watch it. And it came out on Valentine's Day. So it came out last year on Valentine's uh. Day. Which was a, a very tight move by whatever company made it and released it because... Legendary pictures? I don't know. <laughs> yeah, probably. Probably. Um, but it looks it looks good. I don't know. It, nice. it's, it's definitely... I wouldn't call it a rom-com because it doesn't look like it has much comedy. I would call it a rom. It's just comical in itself. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> there we go. There we go. It's, it's so weird and... And strange and intense that it's it's just really funny. Yeah. <laughs> um, and absurd. Yeah, yeah. No, I mean, it, it sounds like a solid movie to see if you uh, just want to 
watch a movie about BDSM. I think so. If you're if you're 30 years deep into a marriage, folks, and things are getting stale, this is the movie for if you. If you need some ideas, <laughs> this is the movie to see. If you feel like you don't love your partner anymore, I feel like you'll come out of this movie <laughs> appreciating everything your partner is and does a lot more. Because, and doesn't do. <laughs> yeah, because Christian Grey looks real messed up. He looks like a real crappy guy. No. <laughs> which is a shame, but... Yeah. But hey, again, if people are into it, go to town. Yeah. That's what I say. Whatever you you want to do, you you do whatever with, tickles with, your fancy. And the other person's fancy. Yeah, that's yeah the, that's, that's that's, that's the key. super that's important. The key. 100%. Yeah, yeah. That's uh crucial. So 100%. Yep. Yeah. Yep. So, thank you for listening to this guys. This has been The Briefs podcast. And yeah, it's been a lot of fun. Write a review on iTunes. Do Absolutely. other things. Yeah. We're on Pocket Cast, iTunes. We have a Twitter, at Briefs Podcast. We have a Gmail, thebriefspodcast at gmail.com. Boom. We have a Facebook page, facebook.com slash the hyphen briefs hyphen podcast, I believe. Nice. And yeah, send us articles, tweet at us, talk with us. I am at P Door Locker. I'm at Kaufman underscore Jack. Send us some stuff. Talk Please. to us. It'll be a good time. Share this with your friends. Take All a listen. Right. Bye, folks. Love y'all. Take care.